welcome to episode 41 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in fun, productive, and meaningful ways. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and joining me as a guest, Mr. Mike Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Dave? Doing great. Glad glad you came back on the, on the podcast. I think the last time you were with us, we were, we were having some fun at the Apple Store. Uh... But this time we're both in studio, uh, in the virtual studio, we should say, and uh, we're gonna have some fun today because there's a lot, uh, a lot of uh, interesting things going on in the iOS and iPad world, and news and all kinds of other stuff. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. There's no sirens or crowds or anything else. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got used to that. Well, I got a, I got a vent in this room since I am recording this from work. So, <laughs> but that's about as far as I can go here. So, um, so uh, what we're going to talk about today is uh, I've got some uh, some news I wanted to review, and um, we had some good good topics uh, in there. And then uh, once we get through a lot of that news, uh, we will uh, hit some iPad tips, and I have a trackpad tip that uh, our friend Allison shared and uh, shared uh, out there. So, but I figured. I'd why not? Everybody in the every time I show it to people, they really like it. So why not? We'll share it with everybody here. Ooh, exciting! Um, yeah, and uh, we got uh, some other good tips as well on iPad and others as well as we, you have. If you don't mind, we have a bit of a Mac stock announcement as well. We'll share at the end of the show. We'll let people get uh, thinking about that, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So uh, with that, uh, the first news story that caught my eye was: uh, Do you, do you use Flickr for, for photo sharing at all? I do use Flickr, and I'm a paid subscriber. As well as I am. And uh, this was an interesting uh, thing that I, that Flickr did, which I'm glad they did it. If anybody isn't aware, Flickr is now owned by SmugMug. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Yahoo just kind of was not not doing real well with it. They kind of let it coast. And uh, then I guess they got then, then they then they got bought by Verizon, and now it's called Oath. And and uh, they, in turn, decided to sell off Flickr to SmugMug, which Wait. is another, which is, which is a more professional uh, photo uh, program than the, than the Flickr is. But did you did you say Verizon is called Oath? No, Verizon uh, called Yahoo now is now called Oath. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It shows crazy. how much I go to Yahoo. Yeah, well, yeah. Who 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 wants to use Yahoo anymore at this point? So so I gave you a mini history of, of Yahoo if you, if you liked it or not. So, but anyway, um, what was what was great about Flickr at the time, and but maybe not so great, was the fact that they were giving one terabyte of 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 of, of space uh, to everybody. Which right. think about it, hmm, that's a little crazy, and everybody in the world has been using that since because they're backing up all these photos. Well. What Flickr is is a, is a community. You want to be able to go out there, be able to look at awesome photos, be able to share, be able to do all that stuff. But there's a lot of garbage out there, quite frankly. Um, so that was in the free tier. But I was always a paid subscriber from the get-go because um, I thought the Pro was worth it, and I supported Flickr. So now what they're going to be doing is now the free tier, I believe, what did they say it was, is going to be uh, – well, the, the Pro version is going to be forty nine ninety nine a year, and you'll get unlimited storage. So not – so not not the one terabyte limiting, but unlimited, and you'll get ad-free browsing, uh, all kinds of stats, and a community, and uh, all the other fun stuff. the uh, The free accounts will be limited to a thousand photos or videos, and so it's uh, so you're not going to get anywhere near as what the flexibility it was uh, was before. So, what do you use Flickr for? You do a lot of your share a lot of your photos out there. Or? Well, you know, quite honestly, I haven't actively used it for a while, but I have kept yeah. my pro account active and uh, I was using it at, at one time for, for Mac eyes only and, you know, keeping a little flicker pool going for that and, and yeah. things like that. But it, it, it's gone stagnant and yeah, um, which mine did for a while, but I'm kind of excited now. Yeah, I am too. I, it, this is nice. Yes. A terabyte free to everyone was a little, a little extreme. It was attracting people, just anybody in the whole world, just just uploading whatever they felt like, and it just, yeah, it just wasn't a, it didn't feel as a community as it should have been. Um, so I'm happy with that. And if you, in fact, if you go uh, and and sign up for a pro account right now, they're offering 30% off. You'll you'll only have to pay 34.99 for the full for your full year membership. I already had a membership that was already renewed for a whole other year, so I said I'm going to go do that now. So I'm good for two full, I'm good for two years now. So I'll be good until. Uh, November of 2020. Yeah, you can <laughs> so, you can use that on the renewals, right? 
Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah, so it was only 34 bucks. I mean, what a bargain. And all that storage space, my gosh. So, and, uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. So we, we, have, we have a link in the show notes to what uh, Flickr did on their website, and it gives uh, all kinds of great information about it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, do you have any other uh, comments about the Flickr? I, I, think it's, I think it's great. No, I think this is a good a good move in the right direction, and uh, I you know I wasn't quite sure what SmugMug taking over Flickr was going to mean for it, yeah, uh, because they they are ultimately two different services. SmugMug was always billed as a, a pro level service and uh, charged accordingly, and then right. to take over Flickr, I you know I wasn't quite sure what that was going to mean, but it looks like they're going to be treating it right. Well, and, and we won't talk too much about SmugMug other than the fact that SmugMug is probably more a professional. Uh, service I mean, it's, expensive. it's yeah. expensive i think it's something like two or two hundred dollars a year or something like that uh and uh so if you're real serious into photography i think uh the the smug mug is 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 perfectly uh is perfectly fine for your use but i'd still have Flickr as another another option so um and uh as far as ios goes they have great apps on both the iPhone and the iPad. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they have one on Apple TV. I have to check, but uh, but both apps work really well. Uh, and uh, what what's great about the the Flickr app too is you actually can set it to sync all your photos uh, to Flickr from your phone. So if you want to have an extra another another place to back up your photos besides iCloud, uh, there's another great option for you. So and I'm and, and I'm real excited. I hope to see that SmugMug will spend some more time in some de- for development of the apps and uh, make the community even better. I think the oh yeah for sure the Yahoo sign in is going to go away in January. So which that's good. <laughs> we can get rid of our Yahoo accounts. You know, uh, I don't really don't never need a Yahoo account anymore. I can let it go into the. Go to the pastor. So that's about uh, the only reason I kept my Yahoo account, and yeah. I, I presume we can still use it to log in. Currently, uh, you have to use it. Yes. Yeah. But it's going to go away. They say in January they're going to convert everybody over to a standard Flickr account, which I'm I'm pretty excited about. So, but that's Flickr. Um, other discussions I want to talk about a little bit it was just the iPad, the iPad Pro. Uh, which iPad do you have, uh, Mike? I have the ten and a half inch iPad Pro. We've oh, got a, a nine point seven inch uh, iPad, the uh, you know the the new one, and uh, I've got a little bit older nine and uh, nine point seven inch iPad as well. Okay, um, so we uh, I've got of course everybody knows I have the iPad Pro, the new model, the eleven inch. Uh, we talked about it on the last show with uh, Kelly Gamont and uh, and and. Uh, I'm very happy with it. It's been working really well. Looking at it right now, it's got a absolutely beautiful, beautiful display and the pencil and a lot of great things on it. But of course, you have to have those crazy people out there that have to do extreme things like dropping them and seeing how it, it handles in a drop, if the screen will crack. But the, I think the most interesting one was the Ben Gate. Ben Gate Two, we're <laughs> yeah. calling it. I don't yes. know if you did. You see any of the videos? I, I cringed when I watched it. I was like, Oh my I, god, why are you doing this? I did. I mean. <laughs> Seriously, who's going to do that? Now, I, there, there were some folks who commented and said that they had some issues with it bending when they when they just kept it normal yeah. usage in their backpack. Uh, but uh, the, the authors of the articles that I read said they keep it in their backpack all the time, never had any problem with it. So yeah. I think, you know, these are extreme, uh, you know, extreme case scenarios. And, of course, if you're grabbing it by the center and you're going to physically attempt to bend it, it's going to bend. Of course. I mean, just silliness, silliness. I mean, granted, I, I kind of agree that, yeah, it may have some weak points to it, but nobody does. Nobody handles it that way. I, I just found it to absolutely be absurd. Absurd. And just don't bend your iPad. Just don't mind your iPad, please. Yeah, not recommended <laughs> by In Touch with iOS. No, nor, nor either one of us. It's just absolute silliness. So um, the other article that caught my eye, and actually was this was in Mac Rumors, our link's in the show notes, is the um, Apple just released a short video focusing on the uh, the recent iPad models, of course, and listing five reasons why the tablet could be your next computer. And I thought to myself, hmm, I, sur- I seem to remember it back in 2015, someone did a presentation that, that talked about, could could your iPad be your next computer? Well, that was me. Uh, that, that So I have been talking about this for at least three years now, mm-hmm. that I think it could be your next computer. Where were we three years ago? Um, probably a lot a lot further out than, uh, um, than we are now. I mean, I think now... The really thing what Apple is really pushing in this ad, it's like about a 55-second uh, uh, video 
It is it's more powerful. I definitely noticed a difference. Um, you know, Allison Chardner, of course, challenged me and said, how do you know it's that fast? You, did you put them next to each other? How do you know? I mean, well, you can tell. You know how you can tell you know, when, you're, when you, you have your iPad, how it feels, how it – and don't you think when you, brought, when you, you got the 10.5-inch, you probably saw a huge difference in, in speed, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose I did. You know, for, for what I use it for, it's not terribly noticeable. Uh, you know, video and, and browsing the web and checking email and things like that. It's it's not that all noticeable. But uh, it is noticeable, of course, when you're talking about using the Apple Pencil yes. and um, uh, expecting the display to respond in real time to what you're you're writing on it or drawing on it. And, right. and that's something that the iPad Pro does really, really well. And I did encounter a little bit of lag with the, the new iPad. Did you? Okay. All a little right. bit. So, but I mean, but that's the, I mean, they have five reasons that they're spouting out uh, uh, of those things. And uh, that was uh, uh, one of them is the the first thing they'll say is the performance. Um, But the Apple Pencil 2 is, uh, and uh, Adam Christensen calls it the number two pencil, (laughs) which is uh, is funny, Uh, is is, uh, is pretty awesome. It really is. It, uh, I I love the tap, uh, the double tap on on the pencil itself. Um, When you, uh, when you tap it, it, it brings up the, uh, the, the tools in notes and I can guarantee you that all the app developers are feverishly working on right now jumping on the bandwagon and trying to get uh, 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 with this tap and being able to take advantage of it uh, during the Apple's keynote session they did uh, uh, when they introduced a new iPad uh, of course Adobe was on stage showing the Photoshop and how you can zoom right into it using the tap and, and so it's, it's got a lot of great capabilities um, but you know, you really got to decide what you really want to do it, what you really want to do with it. Both of us having Macs, I mean, I definitely see there's going to be some reasons why you still need a Mac. Um, iOS is it's almost there. I think it's it, it has it has a little bit uh, a little bit more refined to go. I'd be interested to see what what happens when iOS 13 comes out and we see, you know, what what Apple's up to for some some later uh, updates. You know. Yeah, agreed. I, you know, I'm I'm unabashedly a Mac user and, and a Mac fan, and uh, iOS is more of a supplementary type operating system to me. And I, I, yeah. you know, I, I can't help but think that Apple is sending mixed messages. You know, one week they're saying, "Oh, the iPad can be your full time computer," and the next they're talking about the wonderful oh, new MacBook yeah, Air yeah. that they just released, and you know how it should be the computer that's in everybody's pocket, but. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm torn. I, I think if if you want uh, if you want to, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm not going to go down that path. We've gone down that path before, Dave. And and I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, sure, I shouldn't sure. have started down there. But no, uh, there there are certain tasks that I just find difficult to do on an iPad. Yeah. Um, uh, however, it is an excellent day-to-day computer if you're talking about something like uh, a client of mine uh, just traded mm-hmm. in an old uh, Android tablet, and I, I got him an, a new oh. iPad, the 9.7-inch with a Logitech keyboard on it, mm-hmm. and it makes the perfect daily computer for him when all yeah. he wants to do is uh, browse the web, check his email, and uh, compose the occasional Word document. Oh, for uh, sure. It's, it's excellent for that. I, the biggest problem for him really is getting used to the cloud storage versus the local storage. But other than that, uh, he took to it pretty quickly. And I I would even dare say that he took to it more quickly than he did when he got the Android tablet, which I was around to help him with that a number of years ago as well. Um, it, it does make a great daily computer, just not for Depends. me. Depends <laughs> on what, who. Yeah, you, you and I are very much power users. We're, I mean, I like both. Uh, so I'd be hard for me to to convert 100%. I, w- I might try. I try again at some point. See how it goes. Uh, but oh, w- what a night and day difference going from an Android tablet to an iPad. I mean, everybody says that the Android tablets are just just god awful to work with, and then the, the iPad makes a huge difference. I've had a couple. They're they're not bad. It really depends on whose tablet you purchased. Yeah. The the biggest issue with any Android device, and this goes for the Google Pixel on yeah. to uh, LG or Motorola or sure. the OnePlus line, uh, all of which are are devices I would say are are good Android mm-hmm. phones. Right. Um, no phones are okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, the phones are okay, but. Uh, any any device or any tablet you get that's running the Android operating system, as long as it doesn't have too much skinning applied to it, 
uh, you're going to have a fairly decent experience with it if you're sticking with the the mainline apps, which quite, you know, that's what I do. I I stick with the mainline apps, the Flipboards and Gmail and, you know, uh, calendaring apps and things like that. And Word and Excel, they're all available uh, for both platforms and they look identical on both platforms. But the biggest problem, see, that was my long-winded way of getting to the biggest problem. The biggest problem (laughs) is all of these companies not supporting it for much further than 24 to 36 months. It's ridiculous. When when Apple is out there pushing supports uh, to iOS 12 for the iPhone 5S from 2013 – and you're talking about investing a similar amount of money into an Android device, uh, whether it's a you know a OnePlus or a, a, a Pixel Three is an excellent example. Uh, very very nice phone. Sure. But if you're only going to get 36 months support out of it, that's that's crazy. I'm not going to yeah. spend a thousand dollars for that when I could spend that that same thousand dollars and get an Apple device that I know is going to get support for three, four, or five years. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the grid of the support, uh, uh, the, the years of where the pixels are going. The Pixel 2 is going to be end of life 2020. Exactly. So you, only have, you only have another two, what, uh, another, another two years. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, 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 the Pixel 3 was like 2021 or 2022, I think it was. Um, so, it, yeah, you're right. It's just, I don't get why app, why Google does that. I mean, it's even worse on, on Samsung and all the other carrier, uh, all the other uh, phones beyond those the core uh native uh, Android devices because uh, uh, the, the carriers block from wanting to have to deal with upgrading the operating system. So, yeah. I mean, so you got all those, I mean, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the way they do it is tricky too. Uh, for example, I just, for the first time, fired up my Nexus 6P the other day. Okay. I, I, I was just kind of curious to fire it up and see what state it was in. And it went through a succession of probably five, six, seven security updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent of which was November 2018. Now, after that, the 6P is no longer supported. Google has has cut it off. And the way they do it is you get operating system upgrades for two years and security and other patches for up to three years. So you can't even – I can't even be on Android P with it. I'm on Android O, and that's it. That's all I can do unless I – well, I have the option to root it and stick a different operating system on it, and it would run that just fine. But it should be supported by Google for modern operating systems for at least three years, if not longer. So the moral of the story is Apple Apple iPhones are the best because if you want longevity, yeah, if you want longevity, that's that's where you want to be. And I know there's plenty of people listening out there that uh, have five S's. They're very happy with them. Oh, absolutely. So it it was a great anyway. Anyway, the next uh, the next piece of news. Well, as we're recording this, we're just just before Thanksgiving, and we have Black Friday. Everybody loves Black Friday, right? Spending lots of money. Uh, we have a link on the show notes from Ma- um, Mac Rumors to showing some deals that are going to be happening. I kind of wanted to highlight a few of them. Apple always announces a four day shopping event, and generally their discounts are okay, nothing crazy, nothing exciting. Um, they've 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 provided stuff like. App Store gift cards that are less or stuff like that. So should be interesting to see what Apple does. It's going to be small. Uh, but you go to places like Target, Target's going to offer mm. uh, discounts for uh, getting a new phone and uh, and all that stuff. That happens all the time. Um, it looks like they're discounting the Apple Watch Series 3 for, for $199. That's, that's a great deal uh, for that. Um, and the iPad, too. I and, don't know if that's iPad, in their list. Uh, yeah, the Mini. Yeah, the Mini's going to be 249 during but, Black Friday. Not only that, but the regular iPad, the 9.7 inch, is going to be 80 bucks off, I believe. Yeah, I think it was going to be down to 269, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that one's yeah, there it is, uh, six gen 249. Yeah. That's so an incredible deal for it a sure is. really really nice iPad. No, that 9.7 inch iPad is great. It's absolutely a perfect. And I've said that before on the show that that it's it's an absolutely great uh, great great iPad. So. Um, I believe Best Buy was going to have some discounts on um, on the iPad as well. Um, I seem to remember they were discount going to discount the uh, the HomePod. Yep, they're going to discount the HomePod at two forty nine. That's a hundred dollars off uh, from uh, what it was uh, what, what the regular price is. So you got a good deal there. A lot of home, a lot of HomeKit stuff is going to be out there for sale. 
Um, and of course, uh, you got Walmart. They're gonna they're gonna do the same thing. So you can, seems like you'll have a lot of places to be able to buy this pretty inexpensive, pretty cheap iPad uh, as far as price. Cheap uh, iPad. Um, looks like Walmart's even selling the iPhone SE for seventy nine bucks. <laughs> Just look at an SE if you want to. Uh-huh. Really, really cheap. That's crazy. That's of course, nuts. But, but of course, you probably you have to go on their credit carriers. So. Um, uh, even Macy's is getting in on the deal, and Kohl's, and there's just just a lot of great, uh, great, great deals. Yeah, Costco, Costco sells the iPad, uh, Apple products now. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be selling a lot. Um, so it just on and on. So so I recommend to take a look at this link. Um, that we're gonna share in the show notes. There's just a lot of great um, stuff that's gonna be on sale this uh, this uh, Black Friday, and I would venture to say that uh, on uh, Cyber Monday, uh, what is it? Is it Cyber Monday? Yeah, Cyber Monday. I'm sure they'll be having some more stuff, and I'm sure Amazon's gonna be doing a lot of stuff. Now Amazon is selling Apple products, which is crazy. I can they, they actually have a good agreement with them now. We talked about that, and uh, so a lot of lot, it's exciting time to buy technology, for, for, especially for gifts. So, um, but. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move right on and let's let's get into the tips and the tricks and uh, we'll keep we'll g- give you some more great information here. Um, this tip actually, I had talked about this because I was on um, uh, chit chat across the pond with uh, with Allison Sheridan uh, the last week, and uh, sh- sh- we I did a uh, twenty of my top tips on that show, uh, but I didn't want to repeat myself. So, uh, but I but I wanted to gr- grab off one tip that she actually shared uh, t- with her her. Uh, folks out there it's a it's a trackpad for ios were you aware of this mike i i used to have a trackpad app for the ipad my first gen ipad i had a trackpad app on it and uh, used it to interface to uh, the mac actually it was kind of cool yeah so what apple's done is now what you do is you tap and hold the space bar on your keyboard and then you'll notice all the keys disappear they're all blank now if you move your thumb or your finger around notice how your cursor moves around back and forth just like a trackpad you have that option now. Now I have that option with Gboard. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't normally use the Apple keyboard, but uh, yep. I think it it works if you hold anywhere, doesn't it? Uh, yes, actually it does because the spacebar is the easiest way to do it. But you can tap in between keys, and that'll it'll come up as well. Yeah, it's good for aligning that cursor just perfectly. Oh yeah, and you know what? Now that I'm playing with it, I think the Apple one works better than the Gboard one. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit more precise. It is, and then the, I'm doing it in notes right now, so it moves around throughout the notes, so all the all the text that you have, so you can move it anywhere you want. Uh, in 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 uh, messages when you're taking when you're sending a text message, yeah, sometimes you know how hard it is. You always got to tap it just right to get it to the place you want to go back to. Well, now you can do this with the touchpad uh, by by just holding down the, the easiest place to go is the space bar. But if you like 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 Mike said, we can you can hold down in between keys and it'll come up as well. Uh, no, you know what? The Apple one's way better than the Google one. So the uh, the um, the the I like the Gboard keyboard better. But yep. you're right, boy. If you want to use this cursor, it is awesome in the Apple keyboard. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, oh, very great. cool. Great tip, and I wanted to share that out to our audience as well because, uh, as I said, I, I've I've shared this tip with a f- bunch of folks here at work, and uh, and they're like, "Holy cow! I didn't know you could do that. That's awesome!" So people got there's been a lot of a lot of a lot of people talking about it out there. So now you guys know about it as well. A um, couple of more tips I wanted to talk about that actually these are kind of tips that you could think about that we of the topic we just talked about this being your full time computer. Um, I believe you could do this on the. Um, the older iPads as well. If you have the Folio key, the keyboard, um, I haven't tried it on a Logitech keyboard or if you have like a Bluetooth keyboard, but uh, for sure I, I have the Folio keyboard. Um, and you can tap, you can uh, tap the spacebar three times, and then it automatically unlocks the um, the, the iPad. Uh, and of course, with the, the new iPad uh, Pro, it has Face ID, so I tap it three times, and then it comes up, unlocks, and then away you go. Um, so. That uh, is a pretty simple way of getting in there. Um, again, I haven't tried it on uh, using a different keyboard. If you have a Bluetooth keyboard, anybody uh, that does try it, uh, send me some feedback, and you, we can. Uh, I would like to know if it, that that works because I haven't tried it yet. I have. I probably should try it uh, with uh, with another keyboard. But uh, pretty cool tip. No, I, I I don't have the uh, new iPad Pro with the Face ID. So what would right. be the alternative? Um, well, with this. If you double double tap it, you still you, it would still bring up the uh, the keypad to type in the um, 
passcode. So I don't know how beneficial that would be for the folks who don't have Face ID, uh, because you still have to either use your your print on the uh, the home button or uh, put the code in. So well, that's what I mean. If you have your if you have your iPad in a keyboard dock and that's you true. and you don't triple uh, click the the space bar, how would you wake up the iPad otherwise? Well, you touch it. And then, or you, and it wakes or, up when you just touch the screen. Then, right, exactly. Okay, and then yeah. Face ID, Face ID kicks in, and your Face good to ID go. and kicks okay. in, and, and then unlocks for the iPad Pro. So I probably, gotcha. and now I think about that. Yeah, probably that probably is a little more, lean more towards that. Um, we all love to do screenshots, and you know, screenshots are um, uh, always uh, a cool thing. And uh, I seem to always uh, do a screenshot on my phone all the time by just tapping buttons. And why did that screenshot come up? I didn't mean to do that. Uh, but again, using the uh, the folio keyboard on the iPad, you can um, when you bring it up uh, do similar things that you do on a Mac. So if if I push a, on the keyboard a uh, a command and then a shift and then three, it does a full screenshot and it brings you know how you on an iP on iOS you have that screenshot box that pops up. Mm-hmm. It pops up, you tap it, and you could do and you and you're you're on your merry way editing with it, with it, with a simple. Um, shortcut. Uh, same thing with uh, if you push Command Shift Four. If I do Command and then Shift and then Four, um, that's going to open up as a full-out screenshot where you can get right into the editing uh, right off the bat, um, and uh, so, uh, so you don't even have to wait for it to go go into the window. And then you choose. So it brings up the edit uh, box right away. So as soon as I did that, I, I I have all my my pens and pencils and erasers and all that stuff is up there. Um, some quick, easy, short um, ways of being able to get to screenshots if you have the folio keyboard. Again, I haven't tried these on the other keyboards. I would, would venture to say that would probably work as well. Uh, but that's how this works on the uh, iPad uh, Pro 11-inch. All right. Um, and another tip we were going to talk about was, and this this was kind of an interesting uh, topic. I got a link in the show notes to a support article from um, from Apple uh, how hey you know who works <laughs> with multiple devices have you ever had that do you have multiple devices around you and you and you say siri and uh they all they all wake up at once no no it bugs the heck out of me i yeah. will i will talk directly into my watch and the iphone answers 10 feet away from me yep yep it does and, and the watch does nothing and you don't have a home pod and you don't even have a home pod the home pod's takes priority over all of it so if you're in you're 80 feet away from it in the other room it, 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 it you, all of a sudden you're hearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> for you to talk to her uh so and and and, and according to the support article it says which device uh, responds to hey you um is, uh, saying hey hey you near multiple devices that support hey siri uh the devices that use bluetooth quickly communicate with each with each other to determine which one will respond to the request so the device that responds is the one that that heard it best. Okay, well, what if they all hear it best? <laughs> that's right. That's my, right. Uh, and uh, home and the HomePod responds to, to all, most serious requests, but it it, it even uh, uh, it, even when uh, devices that support a Siri are are nearby uh, to use Siri on a, on a specific device, you have to raise and wake it up, and then. They go through some tips to what what happens if the wrong device uh, responds to Hey Siri. Uh, you want to make sure all all of them are turned on. That's the thing. If 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 you have let's say you've turned off Bluetooth on your iPhone, but you have Bluetooth turned on on your iPad, your iPhone will always answer because it doesn't know that it sees two devices connected at the same time over Bluetooth. So um, the other thing it suggests too, you can also um, you also can put the iPhone face down and then have the iPad face up. And then uh, it would know that that's the one that you have a priority on. Um, <laughs> so crazy, crazy, crazy support article. I, I caught the found found this interesting from the other day, and uh, I, I just uh, was amazed to why. What's the logic on it? Because it drives me crazy. I, I just turned off. I just turned it off on on the HomePod because it was driving me crazy. You didn't even um, mention what I do. What I, do you do? I whisper to my watch. Okay, and and that's how, that's what I do, and that's how I get it to respond. Because it, you know, I hate asking it to set a timer, and then my phone sets the timer, and my watch does nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's the no, watch no. I need the timer on. That's true. That is true. I haven't even tried it. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I whispered to my watch, and yeah, it's 
listening to my name uh, words as I talk right now. <laughs> uh, so that'll be in our show notes. Good, good tips as far as anybody's frustration with that. Uh, more, more tips with the iPad Pro 11 with the Pencil 2. Um, what you, uh, what, another way of waking it up, um, if you have the pencil in your hand, you can double tap it. Uh, and what happens is it brings up notes right away uh, and gives you the ability to, uh, to start it right off the bat. Uh, nice. Actually, I'm sorry. You don't double tap it. You actually tap the screen. So as soon as I tap the screen, it, will, it brings up notes, and I can start taking notes. Without having that, to do anything. Does that work with the pencil in the uh, old generation? I thought I, I thought it did, but I, I can't remember. I can't remember either. I haven't tried this because they, they mentioned this as a tip uh, for uh, for the new iPad with the new pencil. But no, we'll have to try that and get back to you on that. So yeah, mine's upstairs. Um, otherwise, I'd try it. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about, I wanted to hear actually hear your thoughts on is, you know, of course the iPad has now been converted over. It's no longer a lightning connector. It has a USB-C mm-hmm. and lots of ways of charging now. Uh, I'm, I'm finding it interesting to see how I can get things charged. I went out and bought a, uh, I never had one before because I never really cared about charging my iPhone on my Mac. So uh, they always had that lightning to USB-C cable. Uh, so I bought that. So you can actually plug in your uh, your phone, uh, your iPhone, into the iPad, and it'll charge it, which is pretty cool. Um, it also will do that with the AirPods. With the Apple Watch, if you have an adapter to USB-C on it, you can plug that into the iPad if you wanted to charge it in a pinch. Um, it 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 it's just interesting. And what was your thoughts? What did you think when Apple made that announcement about the USB-C? Um, I, you know, USB-C is a great way to go. Uh, I'm a little confused that they spend so much time and effort on, uh, creating and promoting lightning connectors, which still work really, really well. Uh, and then switch over to USB-C. Um, I, well, I guess I'm not confused by it. I understand it, but, uh, it, it, it seems to make sense to stick with lightning uh, the utility of being able to charge my watch yeah. or a phone by the iPad. Why, why would I do that? I'm just draining the iPad and I'll have to charge it later. I, I don't know. Does the iPad have uh, inductive charging? I thought it did. Does it? Because um, that would make uh, a difference. I mean, if you can set it on a, mat, uh, a charging mat and then you can simultaneously charge your watch or, or a phone or something off of that, I guess, I guess that's okay. Uh, but yeah. if, if you have a relatively recent uh, uh, phone that also has inductive charging and, and so does the watch. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a use case scenario for it. And it, it, it's, it's clever to be able to do that, but I don't know about the f- functionality if it's, yeah. you know, if it's something that makes sense or not. Um, but other things I'm very excited about is the fact that you can plug it into a display. Yeah, now if Apple unlocked that USB-C port and said, hey, yeah, you can connect up uh, an external hard drive or you can connect up, then I'd be a little bit more excited about it. The external display, eh, I can do that now, so. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, so, uh, but it does work with 4K and it works with 4K displays, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, um, There's there's also... um, um, I've just seen this on Mac Rumors that uh, someone just took an iPad uh, Pro and turned it into a Mac Mini display using the Mac Mini with the Luna display adapter. I did anybody's see not, that. That's cool. If, you're, if you're not, anybody's not familiar with the Luna display adapter, it's a little, small little adapter that plugs into your uh, your, your Mac, and it'll turn the Mac into a, like a wireless uh, way of, of sending a signal uh, to, to your display and being able to show things on there and of course with the mac mini being uh headless with no with no keyboard mouse or monitor that that is pretty cool um so i i I thought it was kind of exciting uh that uh uh that apple did that with um being able to hook up to monitor i I, at least i felt it was um how how practical will that be is you know is another story um but uh no it's uh it's it's been uh pretty pretty exciting so far i have actually liked the ipad pro so far uh, I've had it for obviously a few, for a few weeks, and uh, been pretty happy with it. Did you get twelve point nine or eleven? I went with eleven, and I was tempted to get the twelve point nine as I talked about last time. Um, but um, 
I'm 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 happy with my decision because uh, I like the small display. You look at it, it, it the 12.9. Trust me, I'm not, I mean, if you remember, I had the the the, the first gen uh, yeah. 12.9. It was huge. Um, it it does not look anywhere near as huge as it as it did um, with uh, with this new model now. This new model now actually looks a lot smaller, but even though it is a 12.9 inch screen. Uh, if you, it, maybe it's an illusion, but uh, I, I thought it was the, it was uh, it was kind of cool that uh, I was able to uh, uh, that, that 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 display was actually smaller. So I was tempted. I was tempted. Yeah, I um, think if you're going to take the approach of making it your daily computer, the 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 13 inch Altus Roundup, the 13 inch makes a lot of sense. The 11 inch, though, as a supplementary device, I think, or 10 and a half inch in my case, I think is just perfect it's absolutely the perfect size to carry around and the display is plenty large enough like i i, I kind of think the 9.7 inch is plenty large enough but in in the pro line i think the 10 and a half or the 11 inch is just that that perfect sweet it's, spot i like it i'm happy with it i made i'm glad i made the cho- made the choice and uh um, in fact i went I, I decided i wanted to get the i want to have another case for it because sometimes i don't want to bring bring the keyboard with me i got the the folio uh the cover too um so it, so then there's no keyboard you know, sometimes depending on how I'm traveling, it doesn't feel it was that too terribly expensive to do that. So um, went with that, and then don't have to buy. No, all the cool thing too is I didn't have to buy an adapter because the same AV adapter for the MacBook Pro works on the Mac on the iPad. I mean, um, so because it's USB C. Of course. And, and, and I don't have to buy a, a USB uh, to a USB C adapter to plug my thumb drives in for photos or uh, so it's all one adapter now which was that's finally an apple you finally did something smart there is my aha moment dave there is my aha moment i i have my little portable case where i carry all my dongles along with me which by the way my my dad thinks i made up the word dongle (laughs) no i've been saying dongles since like god he's like you're just you're just making that up mike i'm like no i'm not i'm not making that up this is a real thing Uh, anyway, so I have my little portable traveling case with all my dongles in it. And my aha moment just now, as you said, that is, ah, if I had the new iPad, I would only need one set of these adapters. Right. Ah, perfect. Apple's actually reducing the number of dongles I need to carry. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, is it worth a thousand dollars to me? I don't know. (laughs) I already have the others. So, and and that's what the debate I I gave last time, and I'll 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 rehash that debate again because I know people are are always asking me, is it really worth it? Well, it really depends on what your application is. Like you said, you have you had a client that was just wanted a simple iPad to be able to just uh, get on the internet and uh, check email and, and and. Simple, simple functions. That 9.7 is perfect. It's like a perfect sweet spot for, and and again, the the deals that they're going to have is even better. So, um, uh, if you are higher power user, you're a higher power user. You want a really nice display. A lot of the the fun things. The pencil obviously makes a difference. Well, I mean, you can get the pencil, the pencil, the first series pencil for that 9.7 too. Mm-hmm. So that's why even it's, mm-hmm. that's why it's even even better of a deal with all that money you're going to save on the iPad. Now you can put the money towards the pencil because the pencil ninety dollars alone. So even when you pay three forty nine, you're still paying over you know the tax on you almost close to five hundred dollars for that iPad. So so that that's some savings alone. But uh, uh, but yeah, the iPad itself is is I I think it's a nice device, but it, if you're just going to be watching Netflix and doing occasional surfing the internet, nah, don't don't waste your money. If you already have a 10.5 inch model like you have, keep it. I mean, it's it's they're still selling it. It's still a good model. Uh, there's no 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 rhyme or reason or reason why you have to switch. So, yeah, you know, I was going to mention that uh, when you were talking about the Black Friday sales, it I have the Apple Watch Series Three. Right. As as nice as it is to always have the latest and greatest, I'll tell you those Apple Watch Series threes that are going to be on Black Friday sales are great a deal. great deal. It is, and and the nine point seven inch iPad is a great deal. You don't always have to have. I mean, it's nice to have the latest and greatest, but you don't always have to have it. And the Series three, short of just a couple, in in my opinion, relatively minor features, although. Right. admittedly features that could be life-saving if it's on the you know right. if it's being used by the right person relatively minor features i think the series three is an excellent choice true 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 so but um uh with that uh i wanted to talk a little bit about mac stock and you 
just sent out an email to, to people on your mailing list. So I guess I'm going to be the first podcast to get to, to announce this, I believe. Is that true? You are. Yes, you will be the very first podcast to get to announce this, depending on how quickly you edit and release. This is going to get released soon. Before before Black Friday, so people can find out about Black Friday. So, why don't you, I, I'm excited. I've been obviously excited to, for for Max Stock uh, for 2019, and uh, I want you to tell everybody about what you uh, are offering for this uh, for for this uh, exciting time coming up. Yes, this will actually be Cyber Monday. This is going to be a Cyber Monday sale, not Black Friday. Yeah. Um, so Smart. that's that's important. It's one day only. It's Monday, uh, November 26th. Um, so, so in, in my newsletter, I, I kind of talked about a lot of the firsts that we had at MaxDoc in 2018. Uh, it was the first time we themed the conference. It's the first time we had a keynote speaker, Bob Lovitis, yep. did an excellent job. Uh, it was the first time we experimented with a digital pass for folks who couldn't make it out to the conference. And uh, I, I also threw in there was the first time we had game night, which was a huge success yeah, with fun. the folks who went to it. Yeah. And then uh, I, I also mentioned it was the first time we had a robot on stage. Uh, it was actually <laughs> almost a, fell off the stage. <laughs> yeah, it was almost fell off the stage, but it was a telepresence robot. It was under yeah. the control of Larry O'Connor, the CEO of OWC. Yeah. Uh, he was taking part in, in uh, uh, Tim and Guy's My Mac game show. And uh, he he used this robot to bring himself to Mac stock from, uh, I think he was in Austin, Texas. I'm not sure. I think, I think that's where he was. Um, and, and so I thought what better way to wrap up this wonderful year of firsts, but yeah. to have the first ever cyber Monday sale. And that's what I'm going to do. So there, there, you know, there's a couple caveats to this one being, we don't have the schedule yet. We don't have the speaker announcements yet. We don't yep. have, uh, the, you know, the the final uh, roster of events that are going to happen that weekend. But if you've been to MaxDoc before, or if you know someone who's been to MaxDoc before, ask them. Every year has gotten better and better, and I don't think 2019 is going to be any no. different. And uh, what I'm going to do is for Monday, November 26th, uh, uh, one day only. The two-day weekend pass, which is normally two forty-nine, is going to be a hundred dollars off. That's going to make it one forty-nine. What a deal! It it's it's actually it's a great deal because it's not going to be repeated. It, even the early bird sale is not going to match this price. So, if if you have the opportunity, if you're thinking about coming to Max Stock, if you'd like to come to Max Stock, I should say, uh, this Monday, Cyber Monday, is the absolute best time to get your two-day weekend pass. Um, now, you know, I can tell you a couple things about it. Yeah, please. And uh, uh, <clears throat> one thing is that Max Stock 2019 is going to be themed to create. Now, if 2018 was productivity, this year it, the theme is uh, – this year, 2019, the theme is going to be create. Uh, that What that means to you and what it means to me and what it means to the folks who attend is going to be a little bit different to everyone. Right. And I'm super excited to find out how the speakers will approach that topic this year. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give everybody free reign. I'm just yep. going to ask them to submit a proposal that fits within that theme. And as long as they do, uh, that you know that talk will be presented. So that's going to be this year's theme. Uh, we're I'm fully planning to have another keynote session again. Um, I've got my feelers out to someone I'm hoping is going to re respond positively on that. Uh, we're going to have uh, all Saturday and Sunday morning sessions. We're going to have deeper dive sessions in the afternoon again. And uh, there's also... A, uh, I'm going to say a 90% chance we're going to have a special presentation at the end of the day on Saturday. Uh, nice. That's still up in the air. I'm not going to. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know oh, for yeah. sure. Long, long time yet. <laughs> until the end of January, early February. But as long as all the cards uh, fall into place, uh, we're going to have this extra special presentation at the end of day Saturday. Uh, we've got the My Mac Game Show quiz is scheduled again for this year. Uh, you know, all this stuff is subject to change. Uh, we're going to bring back the Max Stock Swap Trading Zone. People seem to still like that. Yeah, uh, a lot, lot of fun stuff. <laughs> we, you know, when it, when it comes to the point, 
where, yeah, I know all those Newtons. It, when it comes to the point where folks are just trading back the stuff that they got at previous max stock trading zones, I, I guess maybe that's when we call it quits on it. But for now, yeah. uh, there's been some really, really cool stuff put out there uh, on the swap tables, and it's all free. It's just old equipment that folks uh, don't want, but they want to find a good home for. They bring it out yeah. to the, the max stock swap. Uh, of course, lunch both days, that limited edition max stock T-shirt. Uh, the digital pass is now officially going to be included with all weekend passes. Awesome. And, of course, weekend pass holders are going to get bonus swag again this year. So uh, lots of really cool stuff uh, lined up. And uh, we can't forget Barry Folks, Midwest Mac. No, Eagle. don't forget Barry. Uh, you know, Barry, Barry w really uh, got the ball rolling in 2015. And uh, uh, we're going to have another welcome party. We're going to have uh, an after party, which is still kind of to be determined for Saturday night. And he has confirmed that that late night game night is going to be back again, too. So uh, yeah. it's going to be another great weekend. And if if you'd like to come this Monday, it's going to be the best time to get it. And all you have to do is uh, and, and you can put this in the show notes, Dave. I will. Uh, Max.conferenceandexpo.com <laughs> Max slash Cyber Monday 2018. And uh, that's going to be all day Monday, uh, $100 off the ticket. And after Monday, price goes back up again until the early bird sale starts in uh, late January, early February. So well, we'll start hearing more and more about things as, as they, they come into play. It's, I, I can't wait. I got some I got some writing to do for you for a proposal like for my next presentation. Hopefully I come up with something good and uh, it, uh, it will be uh, – Definitely, I think I can be creative with uh, an iPad. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think I would think maybe you could find something to fit in there. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm super stoked, and I'm glad we uh, timed this so you come on the show, and uh, I, I got to be the first podcast to, to announce it, and uh, and we got to get that out there to everybody else, and make sure that uh, we're going to that, that website, and we will definitely will have it in the show notes. I'll get this out uh, if you're listening to this. Obviously, you know that. Uh, it's out there, so <laughs> you have to jump on it and uh, take care, take advantage of this discount. That that's that's a steal, one hundred forty nine dollars. That I mean, you just can't beat that. Yeah, so I, was I, I was trying to think. I don't think we've, uh, other than the first year where no. it was only one day, I don't think we've ever had a two day pass sell for that low of a price. No, no, never, never. So um, you have no problems here, and I'm hoping that everybody that's listening is going to go and buy their uh, uh, go buy their tickets uh, right away. So. Um, with that, did you have any other, uh, any other thoughts about uh, anything related to, that you've been doing with, with iOS or with, uh, I'll put you on the spot, but uh, with your iPhone or iPad? <laughs> <laughs> no, the only thing that uh, we've got planned in, in our household is to get my wife a new iPhone. And uh, now that the 8 Plus is in the refurb store, yeah, boy, yeah. I'm, I'm a little torn. I was, I was pretty sure we were going to get her the 10R. Uh, the, I think the 10R is just a phenomenal phone. It is. And, it really is. Uh, it, it, it's just that perfect, that perfect blend of old and new, and uh, and 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 it comes in yellow. I mean that. That's right. We talked about this. That's a key determinator uh, with my wife. It, can't, it comes in yellow, and uh, she's kind of excited about that. So I, I think we'll probably lean towards the 10R. But there's a good chance that we may just say, you know, look, a, an 8 Plus is a fantastic phone and, uh, you know, we're going to take advantage of the refurb store. Now, I did notice if anyone shops the refurb store, uh, they recently redesigned it. Yep. I actually find it a little bit more difficult to navigate, quite honestly, because it's not as easy to tell. Uh, I, I look at the MacBook Pros because I'm in the market for another one now, and it's not as easy to tell what year uh, the MacBook Pro was released unless you click through it. In the old version of the refurb store, you could at least browse down the list and see, yeah, oh, okay, that one was, you know, 2017, that one's, you know, 2018, whatever. Now you actually have to click through each one, and and that that's going to make the process a little bit uh, more difficult to to go through. But the 8 Plus, as soon as they announced them on the refurb store, sold out right away. Yeah, I see they're gone, yeah. Yeah, you can still get some 8s on there. So, uh yeah, I, I think that's that yeah, always I, determines it, right? You know, if you're if you're shopping refurbished, if they don't have what you're looking for, you got to go new. Yeah, I mean that uh, I I, had, I remember they announced that there was there was uh, uh, they redesigned it, but I hadn't gone on here yet, and I was like, holy cow, this is uh, 
quite a difference. They even have HomePods out there now. I mean, uh, yeah. So, so they got Apple Watches. They have uh, uh, iPads, Macs. Um, even I have uh, iPod Touches are still out there. So I mean, yeah, they're 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 selling a lot of stuff. That's good. I'm glad Apple is uh, is is staying on with these refer uh, products because you could save some money on this stuff. And you know what? I've had really good ex- I've had really good success with the refurbs. I I mean, I bought a number of Macs and and was very happy with them and. Uh, I think I bought, uh, I might have bought an iPad, I can't remember. Uh, but uh, they do give full, full, full one-year warranty on it, and you can buy AppleCare on them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's the key. You know, Not only do you get that one-year warranty, but you can also purchase AppleCare, which really tells you how much trust they put into their refurbishment process. It's not, you know, it's not like, you know, Timmy's used Macs or anything like that. They, they actually, exactly. um, <laughs> Timmy, I just picked Timmy. I wasn't even thinking of Tim Cook. Um, oh, yeah. Timmy, oh, yeah, used next door. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, they, they really put a lot of time and effort into making sure that when you purchase an iPhone or I, I remember back when, uh, you purchased used iPods that they right. specifically told you they, they not only, um, uh, put a new skin on it. I mean, it's not the skin that, that the person had when they bought the thing, they put a new skin on it and a new battery. And they do right. the same thing with the iPhones as well. It's it's a new battery and everything. So uh, it's it's a nice refurbishment process, and you get to save uh, you know one, two, three hundred bucks in the process. Oh, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up. As I I, I mean, because I've always told people that I think it's especially for iPhones and iPads, it's it's a great deal, and they always seem to have uh, some good stock. Uh, you know, sometimes the pricing isn't as good. So, you know, I just looked and saw in the Apple Watch. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to spend four hundred nineteen dollars for a Series Two. <laughs> That's a little pricey, but. Uh, uh, but, uh, for that, for the most part, I think it's got some, uh, some great stuff uh, out there in that store. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up So, <laughs> with that. Let's wrap this up and, uh, and I will, uh, close us out here and, uh, I would like to tell everybody, thanks for listening and we hope you're more in touch with I in touch with iOS and, and more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode, subscribe to our podcast in your favorite podcatcher and show your friends how to find us in, on Apple podcasts, the Google podcasts, we're on Stitcher radio. We're even on, on Spotify and on TuneIn. email your questions and comments to feedback at in touch with iOS, um, is the address you use, or you can go visit in touch with ios.com and click on the contact or simply add a comment in the show notes we're looking forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes i'm dave ginsburg and you can find me on twitter at dave g65 and mike tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and find you on uh, social media or anywhere else oh my gosh how much time do we have you can find me mm-hmm. at for mac eyes only.com that's the podcast it's uh yep. gosh now and it's 12th year, 13th year. We, we started in 2006. So, uh, yeah, it's been around for, for a little while now. And, and on Twitter, that's at 4MacEyesOnly. And then, of course, MacStock. So the easiest yes. way to get to that is MacStock2019.com. Uh, there's a, a myriad other domains you can get there as well. But MacStock2019.com will get you there just nicely. And on Twitter, it is at MacStockExpo. So, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And, and uh, of course, if anyone comes out to Max Talk, I'd love to meet you, too. Me as well. All right. So with that, we hope you subscribe to future episodes. And thanks for listening.